It is finally here, friends. The Super Bowl. We've been waiting for this thing all year long, and it's got the two teams we really didn't want to see in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, but Patriots, Rams, that was the best we could do. Whatever, I'll take it. Go Rams. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Today on the show, we're doing things a little different today. We're here before the Super Bowl starts, so we can talk a little bit about that. we got to talk about Christoph Porzingis, who is no longer in the city of New York. That lucky devil. And, of course, we're going to talk about the Manny Machado, Bryce Harper, blah, 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 blah. They still haven't signed anywhere, to make a long story short. Stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. As you can see, we are no longer in Philadelphia today. We are at Drago Family Studios here in Oakdale, New York, visiting, of course, my friends and mostly my family. And you know what? That's just pretty darn fantastic. Today is a special day because it is the Super Bowl. That is the biggest football game of the year, and yes, I'm talking about American Gridiron. Good old-fashioned American is up by football. That's what we got. Unfortunately, we get to watch the Patriots and the Rams, two teams that probably shouldn't be here because of some very terrible officiating, but that's beyond the point. If you like what you hear on the podcast today, be sure to email us, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on all your favorite social media sites. Just type in sports, sports, sports with Nick Drago, or at sports3xpodcast. Hit that subscribe button. We're on YouTube, SoundCloud, Facebook, and Twitter. Tweet, tweet. <sighs> okay, enough about me. Let's talk about you and how you deserve to see some amazing football today. Now... Like I said, it's Patriots-Rams. Patriots are going into this game with an underdog kind of feel to it, much like the Eagles did last year. There's a lot of controversy surrounding this team. For one, they're a whole pack of cheaters, and that's been proven in the past. But beyond that, there's always the talk of, how is Tom Brady still this good? Guy's in his 40s. He wants to play another couple of years. Somehow he just blew through the competition to get here. Probably... Maybe could have lost Kansas City along the way. And yet, here we go. Once again, the New England Patriots. And a lot of people predicted this. I, I mean, honestly, the AFC doesn't have too many contenders right now. The Chiefs were pretty good. No one really expected Pat Mahomes to be what he was. Although he did win the MVP. We'll talk about that in a short minute. Um, but to see the Patriots get back up here once again, eh, you got to give them props for that, right? Now, on the other side of the coin, you have the Rams. And the Rams over the last three seasons have gone from nothing to perennial contender. A few years ago, they were the St. Louis Rams playing right next to the Arch and the Cardinals in the Blues down in, well, St. Louis. Now, they've moved to L.A., shiny new stadium, not very many fans in the seats, but that's okay because they have a beautiful little defense to go along with it. Sean McVay really turned this team around. Jared Goff is suddenly this superstar quarterback. 
And so the Rams are now a perennial contender. Now, they, they went shopping this year. They brought in guys like Ndamukong Sue. Um, they, they bolstered everything they could on the defense. Their attack looks much better, too. Um, so they, they all around, they have, a, they have a pretty darn good team. Who's better? Well, from an offensive standpoint, Brady's going to beat out Jared Goff any day of the week. But the running game for the Rams is, is scary. Right? You got Todd Gurley and you got and, uh, C.J. Anderson. The two of them have been really making the Rams look good. Defense, the Rams have a better defense. Receivers, well, I'd probably go with the Patriots. Um, and, of course, Patriots have Gronkowski, who is basically a glorified blocker at this point. So, all in all, two really good teams. I'm rooting for the Rams. I think the Rams should win. But this is the Patriots we're talking about. And it's as terrible as they look. And, and let me say, this is might be the worst Patriots team in like five years. They still are the favorite today. So I, I hate to say it, but I think the Patriots are going to win this one. Just got to root for a good game, right? Two exciting teams playing each other. Maybe some really good commercials. Fingers crossed that Maroon 5 plays that Spongebob song at the Super Bowl, because that's all anybody can be talking about right now. Um, here's to Maroon 5 hoping, hopefully having a good Super Bowl show. Even if you're not a fan of them, it could be someone exciting. All right, can I be done talking about the Super Bowl now? Really? I can, can I? Okay. All right. <clears throat> Let's talk. Look, I have my microphones right here, so. Do you hear me? That probably sounded really loud in your ear. I hope you enjoyed that. All right. Last night, NFL awards were announced, and boy, do we have some winners. I'm just going to go through this whole list here that's in front of me. Um, rookie of the year, Saquon's Barkley. Yeah, I said Saquads because he has big, thick thighs. All right, Saquon Barkley for the New York Giants. He was your rookie of the year. Aaron Darnold was defensive player of the year. Um, Barkley also won offensive rookie of the year. Offensive Player of the Year goes to Pat Mahomes. Um, the Game Changer Award goes to Saquim Griffin. He's a linebacker for the Seahawks. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Darius Leonard for the Colts. Um, we got the Offensive Lineman. Oh, the Offensive Line of the Year went to the Rams. Aaron Rodgers was come was one moment of the year. His comeback versus the Bears in Week One. Uh, the Art Rooney Sportsmanship Award goes to Drew Brees for not flipping his lid after his team should have been in the Super Bowl. Roger Goodell, there's still time to overturn that call. Or just award it to them. Comeback Player of the Year, that went to Andrew Luck on the Indianapolis Colts, and he definitely deserves it. I mean, he was phenomenal. Um, for, for everything he went through, he hasn't played in two years. Phenomenal this season. Um, Coach of the Year, Matt Nagy for the Bears. Um, celebration, touchdown celebration of the year goes to the Seattle Seahawks for their choreography. Uh, the Deacon Jones Award went to Aaron Darnold on the Rams. Um, clutch Performance Play of the Year went to the Miami Miracle. These are some, these are some interesting awards. Uh, I said Coach of the Year, Matt Nagy. All right, let's just go MVP. That's the one everyone really cares about. Pat Mahomes. Come on, 50 touchdowns for a rookie. This kid's going to be amazing. Give him a few years. Now, the other thing they announced was the Hall of Fame class 
And there's some good players in here. You got Champ Bailey for the the. Um, you got Champ Bailey. You got Pat Bolin, Gil Brandt, Tony Gonzalez, Ty Law, Kevin Moe, Ed Reed, and Johnny Robinson. So some phenomenal players added to that list, including Moe, who used to play for the Jets. So I'm going to give him some props too. Ty Law also played a little bit for the Jets. Got to give him some credit. Um, and I think Ed Reed did for a little bit too. So. Good work on you, Ed Reed. Obviously, Reed and Law, they made their, their names in Baltimore and, and New England, respectively. But I'll still accept it as a Jets fan. We get so little. News came out today that the Philadelphia Eagles are expected to use their franchise tag on no other than Nick Foles. And if you're an Eagles fan, you should be jumping for joy about this one. Because Nick Foles deserves a big payday. Right, so he'll, he's definitely going to get some some more money in his pocket, but man, to keep this guy around because you never know what's going to happen with Carson Wentz. This guy can't stay healthy. He's never been healthy. Even in college, he didn't stay healthy. Now you have a backup who you know can literally lead your team to a Super Bowl if need be. And honestly, when he took over that team, they went from a miserable sack of you know what's to a competitive football club. They beat the Bears. They nearly got past the Saints. I think there's a good move on Philly. Smart job, guys. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we return, basketball time. Kristaps Porzingis breaking the hearts of New Yorkers everywhere. Hockey trade stuff is going on. There's a big trade. The Penguins made a trade. We'll talk about that. And, of course, we got to talk about Manny Machado and Bryce Harper. Be because we just have to. It's the law, and whatever the law says, the law goes. All right, fans, sports, 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 we will be right back, back, back. And they're going to snap it, and it's Trey Burton who throws caught. Foles, touchdown. Fall is officially upon us, friends. I hope you have your North Faces and your PSLs ready, because you're going to need them. I have to say, both of those companies have really good branding. I mean, who, who doesn't want that for their own company? We here at Sports 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 are looking for the same like-minded companies who want to grow their brands by advertising through us. Want to be involved? It's easy. Just email us at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Right now we're offering free advertising on our show, so please shoot us a message and take advantage of this offer. Okay, that's all I have to say. Let's get back to the show. League MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. Now it's time to add to your resume, NBA champion. How does that sound? Man, I'm so, I'm so hyped right now. Anything's possible. Anything's possible! And welcome back to the show. Let's talk about some basketball. A lot of interesting stuff going on in the league right now. We're barreling towards the end of the season. Um, so, why don't we get into it. This weekend, we're going to talk about Saturday's games because Sundays have not happened as we discussed this podcast. And they just haven't happened yet. Alright, but, Saturday's games. Clippers beat the Pistons 111-101. The Hornets got the best of the Bulls 125-118. to Magic beat the Nets 102-89. The Bucks beating the Wizards 131-115. Mavericks beat the Cavaliers 111-98. Woof. 
The Pacers beat the Heat 95-88. to Spurs get a win over the Pelicans 113-108. Uh, the Warriors, they beat the Lakers 115-101. The Nuggets, they beat the Timberwolves by one point, 107-106. Hawks get the best of the Suns, 118-112. Rockets beat the Jazz, 125-98. And the Kings, of all teams, beat the 76ers, 115-108. Sixers could not be proud of that one. Let's take a peek at the standings. If you're looking at the East, Milwaukee's starting to get a little bit of a lead over the Raptors. They have 38 wins. Toronto has 39. Philly has jumped up to third place. They have 34 wins, but they're still five games behind in first place. Indianapolis, the Pacers have 33 wins tied with Boston. They also have 33. Brooklyn is still playing hot. They got 28 wins. The Hornets are at 526 and 26. And then the Miami Heat, they're your eighth spot right now at 24 and 27. Yes, a losing record could make it into the playoffs, which is kind of customary now in the East. Detroit's up there. Washington's got Detroit, Washington, and Orlando all have 22, so any one of them could make that jump. Atlanta's at 17. They're kind of in the middle. And then you have Chicago, you have Cleveland, and you have New York. And all three of them are fighting for Zion Williamson right now because they are the three worst teams in the league. New York, though, is the worst of the worst. And I cannot wait to talk about why. I really can't. Denver and uh, and Golden State, they're both tied. They have 37 wins apiece. OKC is at 33. Oh, that rhymes. Portland's up there. They have 32. The Spurs have 32. The Rockets have 30. Utah's got 30. And the Clippers have 29. The Lakers and Kings, they're both at 27. So another game or two could push them up there. But the Lakers, they're gone a downturn while the Kings are on an upturn. Uh, Minnesota... Is that, uh, they're 25. I'm lost now. Dallas, Dallas has 24. New Orleans, they're 23. Memphis, 20. And you got Phoenix, who is also in the Diane Williamson race. They are at 11 wins. So, the big news obviously coming this week was on Monday. Anthony Davis announced that he, he wants out of New Orleans. And I really wish he would have done this on Sunday when I was doing my podcast so I could have talked about it a week ago. Now it's like old news. So, on Monday he announced he wasn't going to be, he didn't want to play for the Pelicans anymore. They basically took him out. They said, we're going to trade him, but we're going to do it on our time. He wants the he wants the Lakers. And you know what? The Lakers have enough assets that the Pelicans might turn around and say, you know what? Maybe that's not a bad idea. I mean, think about it. Pairing Anthony Davis and LeBron James, it's a pretty good pair-up. Match-up, pair-up, match-pair, pair-match. It's a pretty good pair-match. Um, right now, the Lakers have already sort of created this little package to send over there. That includes Lonzo Ball, uh, probably a draft pick or two, maybe Kyle Kuzma. Who knows? Um, and I think, I think that the Pelicans are going to counter offer, and they're looking for f- two first round picks to go along with this whole thing. Now, the big man to talk about here is Lonzo Ball, who thinks that after one and a half year, well, not even he's barely played two, he's barely played a full season. Well, either way, after one and a half years in the league, he thinks he can talk about where he wants to go, and he said he wants to go to either New York or Chicago. Well, Lonzo, first off, you have to win games if you want to decide where you want to go. You have to not be a bench role player, and you kind of have to be good. So let's earn that right first before you start running your mouth like your dad. All right? 
Um, so we'll we'll kind of see what happens there. Also going on with while this whole thing's happening over here in in New Orleans with LA on the other side of the coin in LA. Well, it's the same side of the coin. We're still talking about the Lakers. It makes sense in my head. All right, Michael Beasley and a few other vets had a heated exchange with uh, Lakers coach Luke Walton the other day. Now, if you'll remember, Walton's claim to fame was a very, very scary undefeated streak while assistant coaching the Golden State Warriors. Since that point, he's moved over to L.A. They have been very underwhelming. He's been somewhat of an underwhelming coach, but... He preaches unselfish basketball, which is what guys like Michael Beasley and LeBron James and Ray John Rondo, that's what they want. They want the ball. They want to be the guy. So Walton's not really meshing well with the team. There's already talks that they could fire him and maybe go for a guy like Jason Kidd, which worked out really well in Brooklyn and Minneapolis. But we're going to see what happens with that. Apparently things almost came to blows with them in the locker room. Now... Can I talk about can I talk about the Knicks? Can I please talk about the Knicks? As I'm in New York of all places. Oh, I'm gonna need a minute. I still need a minute. Kristaps Porzingis is no longer a New York Knick. How do I feel about this? I've gotta say mixed emotions. For one, the guy has never stayed healthy. And and, and since coming to New York, he's been injured. You know, he, he's played, what, three years for the Knicks and has not played a full season at all. Ankle problems, knee problems, he's seven feet tall. Those guys typically don't last very long. But he had, like, 20, averaging, like, 22 points a game. MVP, well, maybe not an MVP performance, but certainly an all-star performance. Um, and that's something to note. Now, he hasn't played since February of last year due to an ACL injury. Probably wouldn't be playing until, well, the next season starts. So, November. In the meantime, we're expected to just twiddle our thumbs and hope something good happens. The team's been so bad this year, they're, they're, they're basically tanking. They are tanking. They're talking about tanking. They're benching their best players as Cantor. They're benching Courtney Lee. They were benching Tim Hardaway. Just to lose games so that they can get Zion Williamson, who's the best prospect to come out of college in God knows how long. Okay, so what are the Knicks to do? They bring in Christoph Porzingis. He said he's unhappy with the team. He's got a new agent, a.k.a. his own brother, who's kind of a loudmouth jerk, and basically tells him, I want gone. You know, I don't like the direction this team's heading. I want to be traded. Within an hour, he's out. Dallas. He's off to Dallas to play with with um, Luka Doncic. <clears throat> what do the Knicks get? Three draft picks. They get Dennis Smith Jr., who's the guy they passed over to get Frank Nalikina um, a few years ago in the draft. And they get DeAndre Jordan and and uh, who was the other guy? Wesley Wesley Matthews, <clears throat> who are both going to be off their contract after this season anyway. So the whole point of this, oh, they did get rid of Courtney Lee and Tim Hardaway. That was huge. Because those contracts were ridiculous. So the Knicks have tons of cap space, a, a decent young core of players, right? Dennis Smith Jr., you got Kevin Knox, you got this guy Robinson, you got a, a little bit of a core going on, and the number one draft pick. Somehow, that has to be enough to entice 
Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, um, Anthony Davis, uh, Kyrie Irving, any of those guys. In fact, the Celtics were in New York this past week, and people were chanting how much they wanted Kyrie to come play for New York. Will it happen? I don't know. Why would you leave the Celtics, or in Durant's case, the Warriors, to come play for a terrible, terrible franchise? As long as Dolan still runs the Knicks, they're going to have a really hard time bringing in top-quality players. So what does this mean? Knicks probably hemorrhage their future. Yeah, they'll get Zion. Maybe he'll be good. Maybe they won't even get him. With their luck, they'll wind up with like the fourth pick in the draft. They have a 14% chance of getting the number one pick, which just wants me, wants me to pull my hair out over this. Um, regardless, the team is tanking. They're looking, they're, they're looking for something to rebuild. Was it worth trading your best player since Patrick Ewing? Probably not. But whatever. I guess I'm just an angry Knicks fan. All right, should we move to hockey before I cry myself to sleep? This weekend, the Flyers beat the Oilers 5-4 to four in overtime. Devils got a win over the Canadians 3-2. That was also an OT. Jets beat the Ducks 9-3. to three. Penguins lose to the Maple Leafs 3-2. Red Wings get a win over the Senators 2-1. 2-0. Panthers beat the Golden Knights 3-1. Islanders get a win over the Kings 4-2. Blues beat the Blue Jackets 4-2. Stars beat the Preds 3-1. Blackhawks beat the Wild 4-3. That was an OT. Uh, Lightning got the best of the Rangers 3-2. Canucks beat the Avalanche 5-1. And the Sharks rawr, beat the Coyotes 3 to two. Let's take a peek at those standings. If you're looking at the East, the Metropolitan has the New York Islanders on top with 66 points, followed by the Washington Capitals at 62. Penguins also at 62. And the Columbus Blue Jackets there in the second wildcard slot at 59. Atlanta, uh, the Atlantic, you have Tampa Bay. They're 80 points. You have Toronto's at 65. You got Montreal's at 62. And you got the Boston Bruins there at 61. The other team Kind of trying to push their way up is the Carolina Hurricanes there at 56. Buffalo's also at 56. And um, Philly's actually been winning a couple of games too. But they're, they don't, if, they'd have to keep going if they want. They, they need some more momentum. All right, moving into the West Central, you got Winnipeg, Nashville, and Dallas um, all vying for those top three spots. In the Pacific, you got Calgary, San Jose, and of course the Golden Knights. Calgary with 71 points there. Uh, San Jose at 67, Knights at 62. And then you got the Minnesota Wild and the Canucks in the wild card slots. Now, other wild card potential teams. So, Minnesota's got 57, 56. Vancouver's got 54. Then you got Colorado's at 52. St. Louis is 51. Arizona's 51. And Anaheim's 51. Edmonton's 51. Blackhawks are 49. So, you have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 6 teams that are two within two wins, two to three wins of a wild card slot. That's six teams. I mean, there's still plenty of time left. We've all, we're, we still have like three games left in season 32 games for some teams. I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right, commercial break. Let's do it. Quick commercial break, and then we'll be back. We'll talk baseball. See ya! And Buffalo skates back to center. Tory Krug with quite a shot, and now Kapanen escapes around his front! He scores! Are your briefs too stretchy? 
Well, now they don't have to be with stiff pants. Now with only 45% chance of impotence. Okay, that's a pretty bad advertisement. You know what would work better here though? Your own ad. Nick Drago here again, offering you a piece of the action right here, right now. Best part is it can be anything you want it to be. No, that's not the best part. How could I forget the best part? The best part is I'm offering free ad space. So if you have a product you want me to endorse, please email us at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. It won't cost you a dime, and I'll be waiting patiently at my computer. Here's the 01. This is going to be a tough play. And before we talk about baseball, I made a little bit of a boo-boo. Uh, I forgot to talk about the Penguins trade this week. The trade deadline is getting crazy right off the bat. Uh, they got Nick Bergestad and Jared McCann from the Florida Panthers. Panthers are going to get Derek Broussard, Riley Sheehan, and three picks in this year's draft. What do I think? I think the Penguins gave up way too much. Derek Broussard is a good enough player, you know, that they didn't really need to get rid of. Boostad's coming in off the year. Jared McCann's a fourth liner at best. Riley Sheehan's not that great. So really, Florida gets Derek Broussard, you know, potential all-star player, and three draft picks for two middling players? I don't know. Not really my cup of tea on this one. But I'll take these young studs because uh, they could really help out on the line. All right, talking baseball now. Nothing new. Nobody has signed. Nobody has been traded. Big rumor is the Reds are really pushing hard for JT Real Muto from the Marlins, and people aren't sure are the Marlins going to keep him, trade him, just let him walk away in free agency. So we're still waiting to find that one out. Bryce Harper still hasn't signed, although it was looking pretty convincing he was going to go to Philly this week. Turns out everybody was wrong. Everybody was wrong. Philly, New York... And the Padres seem to be the top three teams that have been talked about with this guy. None of them have offered him anything as of yet. So I don't, I just, I'm not sure. I don't know. Padres apparently are really pushing for him right now. Philly's really pushing for him right now. Everybody thinks he wants to go to the Yankees and the Yankees could really use him. And the Yankees are basically like, nah, we're good. We don't want him. They don't blame him. His batting average is terrible. Looking at Manny Machado, things are ice cold in the Machado race. Oh, also Harper met with the Cubs this week. I forgot to mention that. Um, nobody's even talking about the guy. He said he could wait. He, he might not sign for a while. He We might go well into spring training before somebody signs this guy. And there's only 10 days left until pitchers and catchers report. I don't know. Uh, I think it's it's been a very cold winter for free agents. There's about 20 or so guys waiting to sign a contract, but of course nobody's going to offer them anything until Harper and Machado decide what they're going to do, so it sets the market. This has probably been the worst free agency ever. It's leaving a sour taste in my mouth. And really, I don't even care where these guys go now, as long as it's not Boston. I just want it to end. Can it just end? Please? Please? All right. Let's wrap up the show today. Special thanks, of course, to Johanna Albert. She is the logo designer, set designer, and content editor for this program. She did not design today's set. This is just what my parents' basement looks like. Uh, also, special thanks to 
all of our fans for listening in, especially our super fans like Mary Kay Albert, Lois Butler, Joe Calabro, Jorge Baharis. They always give us a like every single week, like clockwork. Um, also, this music for this podcast, a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward, a link to his website can be found in our show notes. I believe that is it for today. Thank you so much for coming in to listen to me today. And if you like what you hear, find us on, on Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago or at, you know, that little at sign, at Sports 3X Podcast. At Sports 3X Podcast. Okay? Like, comment, share, tweet at us, bleep at us, doobity deep and bop bop beep at us. Just find us, love us. And we'll love you right back. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. I'm going to go sit on my butt, drink a bunch of beers, eat some amazing hot wings. Well, they don't have to be hot, but they'll be amazing. Which, by the way, I just learned that buffalo wings come from buffalo. Really shocked by this whole thing. But I'm going to enjoy them while I watch the Super Bowl. You should all be doing the same. And for those of you who are listening to Monday, I'm very sorry that I don't have more up-to-date stuff to talk about. However, I will be back next week, as usual, to discuss all of the sports fun. Thank you for joining me, friends, and have a good Super Bowl.